Ohio Governor Mike DeWine says he's hard at work on a central coronavirus vaccination registry. The race for Cuyahoga County Executive has begun 22 months before Election Day, and Cleveland will sue First Energy for a secret campaign to torpedo city-owned Cleveland public power. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Wednesday, February 17th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Good news for the hundreds of people we've heard from who despise the scattershot system Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has set up for coronavirus vaccinations. The governor says he is hard at work creating a centralized registry for scheduling. On the website, people will type in their zip code and pull up appointments within 20 miles of their location. DeWine said the state is working with partners to help people who do not have internet access. The website is is not yet live, and DeWine could not offer a date when it will be. He said the state is signing up providers first. The new system will be far different than what DeWine foisted upon the state earlier this year, a system that forced people to call or check the websites of dozens of providers, often every hour, to try and find available vaccines. Hundreds have written to Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer to express their ire and frustration with what they see as a a hopelessly flawed system. Armin Budish is just over halfway through his second term as Cuyahoga County Executive, a term marked by nonstop examples of striking incompetence, and already he has an opponent if he seeks re-election in 22 months. Former Cuyahoga County Commissioner Lee Weingart announced Tuesday he is running, starting early to convince the overwhelmingly Democratic county that a Republican with a bold vision for the county is the best person for the job. Weingart's announcement comes six weeks after the editorial board for Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer concluded that Budish cannot lead the county effectively and called on prospective Democratic and Republican challengers to start building support. At age 54, Weingart has not held elected office in 24 years. Since 2002, he has served as founder and president of LNE Group, a Cleveland-based consulting firm. He already has a detailed platform that calls for curtailing county government spending, using the savings to improve access to housing and jobs, reducing racial inequities, and reforming the county jail and criminal justice system. If he is successful, he will be a household name this time next year, having repeatedly made his thoughts known on the bungling failures and challenges of the Buddhist administration. Add Cleveland to the list of official problems First Energy has on its plate. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson said Tuesday he will sue First Energy Corporation for efforts to undermine Cleveland Public Power, the city-owned electric utility. Jackson, speaking to the city council, didn't provide a date for when the city suit might be filed, nor did he specify the damages the city would seek. He said he would go for the jugular. Council asked Jackson if Cleveland would join other Ohio cities in a lawsuit to stop First Energy from collecting fees authorized by the corrupt House Bill 6, which was passed in a bribery scandal involving $60 million in First Energy money. Jackson said he was focused on the city's own suit, which would target how some of First Energy's $60 million propped up a nonprofit agency claiming to help CPP customers while trying to destroy the utility. 
Ohio Governor Mike DeWine made the school situation with the coronavirus more confusing Tuesday when he explained that the state definition of hybrid learning means students are in classrooms every week, which could mean splitting the week between groups of different students. He made that statement in explaining how schools agreed to have hybrid learning or full in-class learning to be able to have teachers get coronavirus vaccinations. He's been saying some schools reneged on the deal. But Emily Bamforth reports that the vaccine agreements signed by the schools defined in-person learning as students having the option of being in-person and hybrid learning as a mix of in-person and remote education. The agreement does not elaborate on whether all grades must be in school or list weekly requirements for class time. The definition DeWine offered Tuesday does not even match the categories used by his own education department. So what the schools are supposed to do in exchange for the vaccine is now a big murky mess. The top Ohio Republican lawmaker hopes the state will have the legal flexibility in the likely event that it blows its constitutional deadline later this year for redrawing its congressional district maps. Senate President Matt Huffman said he thinks a judge hearing any possible legal challenge to Ohio's redistricting process would view the situation sympathetically given the federal government's announcement last week that it will not release final census data until September 30th, an initial deadline for redrawing congressional maps under the Ohio Constitution falls on the same day, while a different initial deadline for redrawing state legislative maps falls on September 1st. Secretary of State Frank LaRose has said he is exploring his options to combat the census delay. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.